0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends Podcast, where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Ainsley, and I'm here with my co-host, work, and real friend, Jen Brubaker. This season on the podcast, we're chatting with some of our other work friends from across the country who are part of the Youth Unlimited YFC family. We're going to hear their stories, why they do what they do, and how they're furthering God's kingdom in Canada. So, shovel your driveway, start on that New Year's resolution that you probably already gave up, do whatever you need to do, and enjoy today's episode.
1: Friends and family, listeners, today on the podcast, we are chatting with the one and only Ainsley Stanley. Ainsley, as you know, is my co-host here on the podcast, and she is the creative director here at YFC North Perth. And this will be fun getting to interview her and hear the joys and challenges of serving in ministry here in North Perth. It is obviously going to be fantastic. So enjoy. (laughs) Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Ainsley, this is kind of (laughs) funny in a good way, but this is a fun little twist. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the
0: podcast. Oh, thanks. So glad to be here.
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay, so normally, as everyone knows, and as you obviously know, we normally do, fun facts. But today, we are going to be doing your current favorites, mm-hmm. okay? yeah. So, what is your current favorite movie or TV show? I was trying to
0: think, and I actually can't even think of the last movie I watched. Oh, it wow. has been probably four plus months since I've watched a movie. I don't know. I can't I, I have no idea the last movie I watched. So nothing. Um, <laughs> and I haven't really watched a ton of T V this fall either, just because things things have been busy and school and stuff like that. So I haven't watched a ton of TV. I've watched the odd episode of The Office, and I did watch Ted Lasso, which was really, really good. I've heard good things about that. My mom had been on me to watch it for so long, and I kept being like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then I watched it, and I was hooked. It was so good. Mm. It's my favorite. It's like dramatic, funny, and sad. Like, you just emotional (laughs) roller coaster. It's so good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. What is your current favorite comfort food or drink? Uh, hot
0: chocolate. Ooh. I have had, I almost never have hot chocolate, but the last few weeks I've had it a few times and it's just so cozy. It's been amazing.
1: <laughs> Yum.
0: <laughs> um, favorite book or books? Um, Yeah, I have been mostly reading for school right now. Although I've been reading some good books for school, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> but outside of that, I would say we've been reading Survival Guide for the Soul by Ken Shigematsu. Um, and so we've been currently reading it, but it's really good. It's about spiritual rhythms and soul care. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really awesome. I've uh, really enjoyed that. And I also, I just read on the weekend, A Tale of Three Kings by Jean Edwards, and it was also very good.
1: Mm. Awesome. Uh, your current favorite podcast. Oh. Only one favorite?
0: (laughs) I've been listening to so many podcasts lately because I've been driving back and forth from Stratford all the time. So I feel like I've listened to a ton of podcasts. So I'll give you my top three, which would be Theology in the Raw with Preston Sprinkle, Mm -hmm. The Bible Project, and The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Those have been my favorites.
1: Mm -hmm. Amazing. What is your current favorite activity? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like all I do is like work and school
0: right now. I don't know that I'm really into any activities currently. Um, because mm. yeah, by the time I have work and school done and then just like hanging out with people, I don't have a lot of time for hobbies. So, mm. um, some music I've done some, yeah, pick up my guitar, get on the piano once in a while, but that's that's about it. Not many other activities. <laughs> So school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, school has been
1: my favorite activity lately. It mm. has been good, so it's it's good. <laughs> good, love it. Um, well, obviously this season, we're chatting with YFC staff from across Canada to hear their personal stories and uh, ministries and what those look like. Mm. And this is kind of fun because we are doing this. We're in, in a sense, we well, not in a sense. We literally are literally. interviewing each other. <laughs> so I would love to hear, how did you first... Uh, get involved at YFC? Mm. Yeah,
0: YFC has been in my life for quite a long time, like longer than I realized. Um, When I was in like grade seven and eight, Jeff Schneider, who used to work here in Listowel, he used to come to my school and do a sports program at lunch that I used to go to. And I remember, it's so funny because this was Catholic school. And so um, they pray a lot in Catholic school, but they pray prayers. So we all will do like our father together or, you know, different things at different times. Mm -hmm. And I remember he came in and he was like, Oh, you should, uh, um, or like it was talking about like asking someone to lead in prayer. And then she was like, Oh, like in our father or like what? And he's like, Oh, like whatever you want. And so she like led us in a prayer and, uh, Then the next week he came back and he was talking to us about like free prayer and how you can just pray anything, anytime and kind of Mm -hmm. that. And it was funny for me because that was my life. Like I was very used to just praying, not praying prayers. That was like a very thing that I only ever did at Catholic school so I remember like laughing about that but I didn't know much about who he was and then when I was in high school and started going to campus life in Mrs. Mm. Nethercott's room he would come and he would invite me to things and I found out eventually that he worked for YFC and I started to understand a little bit more about that mm. whole world like a tiny bit mm. um, and yeah so I was just involved in campus life all the way through high school and through we called student leaders then impact now gains that program I was involved <laughs> in in high school Mm-hmm. um and did project serve with Kevin. So yeah, between yeah, just different stuff that Kevin did, I was pretty well connected that way. And when I was in grade 12, we just got back from our trip to Botswana and I had been praying for something to do for a year off because I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And I yeah, Was just praying, like, you know, where will I go? All these things. And I've I've alluded to the story, so I won't go into it too much detail. But essentially, yeah, Kevin asked me to come and do a gap year. And I knew immediately that that was where God was leading me. And I wasn't (laughs) that excited for it. And fundraising (laughs) was very scary. But like, Mm. wow. Yeah. And then I came in. And obviously, it's been like six and a bit years (laughs) of doing that.
1: So I've been sticking Mm. around. Longest gap year ever longest gap year ever. I think that's the title of this episode. (laughs) Mm, That's so cool. I just think about, I mean, I've said it lots of times, like the gift of longevity, right? But I think even just the thread of YFC from not even just within the last six years of your life and you working here, but you personally being impacted by this ministry and you didn't even know it, I think is a really, really Mm. beautiful, cool thing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, tell us about your role.
0: Mm, yeah, my role recently shifted this year. Um, I don't know exactly when it was in the spring sometime., um, and so I'm now the creative director, which is really fun, and it's it's kind of self-explanatory, and also people don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. I basically oversee creative ministry. Um, And so sometimes that looks like creative programming. So in the past, um, I have done art club or just other art programs and events and things like that related to that sort of sphere of visual arts and things like that. Um, So that's part of it. But then also kind of overseeing uh, maybe more of like the technical side of things. And so using some of those creative spheres to be able to do stuff for our satellite. Um, So even just things like the podcast, as well as I do a lot of fundraising for our center. Mm -hmm. So Uh, yeah, like video stuff and um, just looking for ways to do like marketing promotion and just different fundraisers. So any fundraiser that we do, I'm usually involved behind the scenes in some capacity. So yeah, I really enjoy that.
1: Mm, mm -hmm. And I also love to, as you you have transitioned into this role that like the purpose and point of your ministry has remained the same, Mm. like the vision of YFC across our country is to see the hope and potential in every young person and to see them live fully in Christ. And yeah, it's been really cool to see you fulfill that in different ways as your role has shifted and mm. changed. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool to watch. Yeah. And you're good at it. So. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what ha- as you think back and reflect over the last, I would say over the last six years specifically, what have been the greatest joys and challenges of ministry?
0: Mm. I think, you know, one joy has been that, you know, I've just been able to see God fulfill. Like I think about, you know, people will say, oh, I can never work at YFC because I never want to fundraise. And I think I used to think that too. But right from the very start of fundraising, and you would know this story, Jen, but when I was in, in grade 12 and starting to fundraise for working here, and it's very doing to have to raise that much and I was (laughs) like 17 years old and I was like in kind of a a a more difficult time um in my high school career I would say and my family went to Ottawa well my parents my brother and I went to Ottawa and on the plane right there I was sitting beside this guy and he was like um yeah like quite a bit older than me and He was so friendly, (laughs) like almost like I was like, wow, this guy, he's been talking to me a lot. Like I just have never had that on an airplane where someone was really chatty with Mm -hmm. me and I was, you know, a teenager. So it was just (laughs) like, I was like, what is going on here? Um, But he was so, so kind and he was asking me all these different questions about my life and I had been reading a book called uh, Jesus is Greater Than Religion Mm. and he's asking me about that book and different things and he ended up telling me at the time he worked for World Vision. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I know World Vision for sure. And we just had all these different conversations about, you know, just what I was doing and and different things. He was so kind. And then when we were about to get off the plane, he handed me his business card and he said, I want to sponsor you and I want to be a monthly partner and I'm going to give you $50 a month. And so when you send out your letters, please send me a copy and he still supports me. Hot dang. Yeah. Wow. And and I think like that is like just a representation mm. of like the bigger picture of fundraising for me and how mm-hmm. much I'm like, God, like you actually provide. And that's mm-hmm. crazy. And it hasn't always been easy or felt like he's providing. You <laughs> I sometimes doubt that. But I think mm. like those joys of being able to be like only God can do that. So that's one big joy um, for me that is. And, uh, yeah, I think just, like, being with people, working with people, that's, like, the biggest joy. Both just the fact that I get to work with students and hang out with students, but also our team is, like, such a joy. Like, I just love our team. I love our mm. staff team. I love our volunteer team. Like, I love our youth network team. Like I'm just so thankful for those things. And mm-hmm. even looking on the broader scale of like, you know, we've been interviewing different YFC people, but like the people I get to meet at conferences who are doing things across the country, like I just, man, I love, 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 love that. Um, so yeah, that's been good. And then I would just say, wow, I could say a lot of things. i <laughs> like, how do I narrow it down? It's so hard. Mm. Um, I I think just being able to now, one of the joys is looking back over the last six years and reflecting. Mm -hmm. And just the joy of being able to have the opportunity to be invested in, in students' lives over a period of time. You know, there's two girls who are now in grade 12 that I have had relationship with since they were in junior high. And, you know, being able to see that. And, and you know, one of the girls, <laughs> she said to me a while ago, she was like, yeah, like you've known me since I was a fetus. And, you know, she kind of talks about that. I was like, yeah, totally. And uh, but that's just it's just fun mm-hmm. to be able to get to do those things. And, yeah, just see those relationships build over time and just be able to, yeah, hang out with them.
1: I just love mm-hmm. that. Being a consistent person in people's lives. is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And challenges. Uh, I think the flip side, like working with people is also (laughs) the challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's the joy and the challenge. Like, yeah, obviously working with people is amazing, but also it can be really exhausting um, to kind of go through those things. And, you know, even just from the standpoint of myself and my emotions, like I think in certain seasons particularly, like I found it really hard to – have a quote-unquote work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Um, Like my heart just breaks a little bit too much for some of the students. And so learning to kind of trust God with their lives is difficult. Mm. Um, And just I don't think I expected that. You know, it's really easy to just like bring work home because when your work is people, like that thought of those people, that exists in my heart all the time. And, and so that's a challenge, I would say, is just navigating how to have a healthy relationship with work that way. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and I think, too, like sometimes I feel like it's hard to find a rhythm in work. You know, one of my favorite things about YFC is the variety. Like I love that, you know, every season of the year is a different season of ministry in a sense. You know, if I look at the different events and things that take place over mm-hmm. this time and that time, and I love that. And I think it keeps me focused, actually, because I love that it's not just mundane all the time.
1: Mm.
0: But uh, sometimes I can feel a little all over the place and I get excited about everything. And so sometimes trying to like navigate that. Um, And yeah, just different things over the years. Like sometimes I would walk through an open door and then that door would shut really quickly. And then I would be trying to find a new door to walk through. And so... I can see God working through all that, but yeah, that would be a challenge I would say over some of those things. And I think in that particularly, like I find myself really struggling with imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. I think we talked about that in our identity season, but that's like been a very pertinent challenge through all those things is just, yeah, like trusting that God has called me and so I can mm-hmm. have faith in that, um, when I don't feel like it. hmm <laughs> Yes. Mm.
1: Hard, but good. tell me about it Mm -hmm. as you continue to think back and reflect what is one unexpected gift that has come out of working at YFC
0: Hmm. I think honestly um when I came into YFC I really thought that I was going to change the world Mm. and and I don't know like that when I was like coming into YFC specifically, I felt like I would do things. But when I was thinking about taking a year off particularly, you know, I really wanted to quote unquote make an impact. And it's not that I I haven't or I can't, but that was really my thing was like, I need to go and do something either to, I don't know, feel accomplished or I don't know what. And that was really my goal. And and so I came into this thinking, wow, this is going to be really awesome. And y- Yeah, I I think that working here really changed me. And that was unexpected. How much God used the people Mm -hmm. that I have met, whether that's students or mentors, to change my heart. Like, I think about what I was like a few years ago. And actually, somebody said to me in the last, like, it must have been, it was pre COVID that they said this. I feel like it was only a few months ago, but it was. A little while. <laughs> and and they they stopped me and they said, Ainsley, like, can I ask you something? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and and they were like, you seem softer. Mm. You, you, like, I, I don't know. Like, there just maybe used to be like an edge or something to you. And you just, you, I don't know. You just seem to have more joy. And I think that that is a theme. And that has come through not just work things, um, also personal things, but – through a, just a deeper understanding of God's kingdom and his people and the people he cares about, mm. you know, you think of like the poor and powerless and and his heart for them that I think I've grown in those things. And I can tell so, so much in my own heart just the way he has transformed me completely. Mm. And and that was, yeah, it, it's, it's sort of a shift change from being like, wow, I'm going to do all these things to being like, oh, my goodness, God, like, these kids have changed me in a mm. miraculous way. So that's one unexpected gift. And I think the other is just lifelong friends and relationships. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, tear up here. But, yeah, like, even thinking of you, Jen, you know, like, we met because of YFC. Because mm-hmm. um, at Timothy Training, I was there because I was at YFC. Otherwise, mm, I wouldn't have been right. there. And you working here and – Yeah, like you've just been such a great gift to me. And I also think of our friend Natalie, who's become such a dear friend. And again, Mm -hmm. that connection through YFC. Um, So yeah, some of my closest friends because of that. And and even just other friendships and relationships like, you know, some of our our volunteers and people that I wouldn't not normally get to rub shoulders with and Mm -hmm. people that work across that I just have gotten to meet through YFC things. And I just think like... Mm -hmm. Wow, like that friendship, like I never knew I needed those people in my life, and now they're here. Heart. (laughs) Mm.
1: I I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Mm. What have been the biggest lessons you've learned about yourself and God during your time serving at YFC? Hmm.
0: I think that I've really learned how much God cares about me
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and how he cares about the students that I work with you know I mentioned that one of the challenges for me um, is and has been to kind of wrestle with the deep brokenness of some of the students that uh, we work with and learning to trust and know that like I could never care for students the way God does mm-hmm. and and that he cares for me as well I think that has been a huge thing and also just that he he is just so much bigger than we can imagine like I think of that verse like he's able to do a measure be more than we can ask or imagine and I think that is is everything because more often than not, you know, (laughs) I have found myself in some interesting situations over the years, (laughs) like, uh, in, in different situations, like particularly with our drop and stuff. Like I've just found myself (laughs) in situations where I'm like, what the heck? Didn't see myself doing this. (laughs) Yeah, I I have said to Jen so many times over the years, like, what is our life? (laughs) Like, what are we actually doing right now? Whether that be in like a, wow, this is such a cool opportunity or just like, (laughs) <laughs> no one gave me a handbook for this. <laughs> um mm. But God just like used those things and mm. and that that is like really, really, really neat. Mm. Um and I think I also really learned to see how God sees people. Like and I mentioned that a little bit too, about how like God changed me through this. And one story that I think in it it really sums up kind of this theme of learning to have like learning to see how God sees. And that was when I was working at camp. So I got to, over the course of YFC, partner with camp a couple of years. And I remember there was this girl and she, I, she, she was at camp, like every year I was there, like over the course of the years. And so I knew her and she was a brat. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness. She was Mm. One of the most iconic and also frustrating campers ever. <laughs> like, oh. I have stories that I will not share on the podcast about this girl, but man, she was tough. And I remember one year she was in my cabin, and uh, like she was just so frustrating. Like, we we do this thing called cabin cleanup. We clean up our cabins. Wow. <laughs> but part of that too is that you have these themes. Um, so you can do like I don't know, like a campout theme or a princess theme or I don't know. Like you would decorate your cabin and you decorate it, yeah. Mm. And so you pick a theme for the day and you decorate your your cabin after you clean up, and it's kind of this fun thing that you get extra points for, and it's like a competition with the other with the other mm, cabins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she, I don't know what she wanted, but whatever it was, everybody kind of picked a theme for that day, and she wanted to do something different, and. <laughs> Like, she was so mad that we didn't pick her theme that she refused to make her bed, which means we couldn't get a good score. And she just sat on her bed and, like, made a mess and wouldn't zip up her suitcase or anything because she was mad that things didn't go her way. And, like, that was just typical of this girl. Mm. And oh, I just always was like, this girl is a spoiled brat. Mm. Like, holy like, I, I just, you know, I, I had all these things that I was like, ugh, like, her parents give her everything she wants. She must never get told no, all of these things. Because that's like the, that was like the vibe she gave off was just like princess vibes. Like, everything revolves around me. Mm. And oh, she used to drive me crazy. But I remember in my later years working at camp, and she she heard one of the staff tell their story at campfire or something and she was like man that was really cool how people shared their story and she was a little bit older she was maybe like 13 at this time and uh, she was like can we like share our stories and I was like yeah sure it was like me and her and one of the camper and we we're like sitting in the grass I can like picture it we were not that far from the porta potties <laughs> we were sitting by this like <laughs> row of trees in the grass and and uh, I must have shared my story and then she started to tell me her story and she spent a lot of her early life in a foster care because mm-hmm. her mom for different reasons had to to give her up or I, I don't know the whole story but you know from a young age like her mom couldn't take care of her and she was in foster care and then back with her mom and and all these things and she was just talking about you know what it was like and how some foster homes were really great and they cared for her and some foster homes they didn't really care for her mm-hmm. and then she was talking about how um, her mom was dating this guy and how he treated her so poorly. And, you know, she's telling me these stories of like, yeah, like last week he like got all mad and he hit her. And, you know, then, uh, you know, she tried to leave and go do something and, you know, he took her keys and wouldn't let her have them. And just like all of these horrible things Mm -hmm. that she was witnessing. And I just remember sitting there being like, you were so wrong about mm. this girl like how like I, I i thought that it was so easy to peg people
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so easy to assume where they were coming from because of these like outward things and i realized how judgmental i was mm. because you know, I just thought she was a spoiled brat. And let alone this, like, young girl is carrying, like, hard, 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 hard things. And, yeah, like, we had to walk through then some obviously difficult mm-hmm. conversations following that. Um, but I remember, like, there, there's there been other moments of that throughout the years. But I think God sees into what actually happens with students and I've just learned more and more, like, we have no idea what mm. goes on behind closed doors. And and I think of her face often
1: mm.
0: and, and just this reminder to me of how, like, that, like, God sees, like, those broken pieces of people that I miss a lot of the time. And so I think I've learned a lot about myself in that, too, of how I used to kind of look at people and how I do now. Um, that's been a tough lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that, um, that, yeah, that was a hard, hard lesson to learn. And I think to realize how maybe not as great I was in some ways and kind of have to be, um, yeah, rediscover, (laughs) I guess, um, my own heart and feelings and attitudes towards people. And, and I think that's been a huge lesson is, is just, you know, yeah, the lens of Jesus through everybody, like how would God Mm -hmm. treat or view or think about this person? Mm. Um, So yeah, that's like a hard but good lesson. Um, Yeah, what other lessons have I learned? Um, I think (laughs) it, it seems a little bit minuscule compared to like that, but I think also some lessons that I've learned about myself or just how I operate.
1: <laughs> like, it's mm. funny
0: to, like, have a moment, like, I had it not that long ago where all of a sudden I realized, I'm like, hmm, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was doing something and I'm like, oh, man, like, I, I've learned the things that I do and don't like to do and some of the things that I, you know, am and I'm not good at. Like, I learned really early on. That I wasn't super organized and I was like, girl, you need a day planner, (laughs) (laughs) which now I'm a lot more organized. But, yeah, it took some intentionality to get there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, just, yeah, some, some things like that and just the things that I do really love to do, like networking and things like that. And also like when you work with people, you learn some of the subconscious things, like how you react to conflict and Mm -hmm. how you respond to stress and, you know, learning to unpack some of those things too. So it's, it's like the worst and kind of best thing to kind of (laughs) learn those lessons about yourself and be like, ah, shoot, that's what people think about me or that's what I do in those situations. So yeah, lots of different things. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. yeah I can relate to a lot of the things that you said there hard again hard but good Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I'm curious because we've been serving and working in ministry um in a global pandemic which Mm -hmm. like everybody else has um changed things Mm -hmm. a lot and um We're in 2022, which is insane. Oh my gosh. Absolutely crazy. (laughs) But I'm curious, what's one thing that you would tell 2020 Ainsley Mm. kind of at the beginning of of the pandemic and whatnot?
0: Mm. I think one would be like, God is going to do more in this year than you expect. Like it's okay to keep hope even though things feel really bleak. Um, yeah, I, I, we were among people whose job was significantly affected by COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who works with people, you know, COVID really took a shot there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and hmm. yeah, like I, I just think in the midst of like lockdowns in 2020, you know, it was just like, I I had this kind of attitude that like nothing really mattered. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it was just like all a write off. Um, but I think looking back and being like, oh my goodness, God, like you did some amazing things throughout that year. And, And so I think just, I would be like, you know, keep your eyes up. Like God is still working, even though things feel really, um, yeah. Boring right now, mundane right now, dark, like, I don't know the right word exactly to do. Um, I also – I didn't anticipate how much wrestling I would do, mm. you know, this year, last year. Um, I know it's 2020, Ainsley, but kind of 2021 also kind of <laughs> just blend together in some yeah. ways. Um, yeah, I've had to do a lot of wrestling over this year, whether that's, like, with relationships or theology or – yeah, like, just, just a lot of different things. Like, I think I've done a lot of wrestling with God, mm-hmm. and I think I really – was afraid to do that for a long time. And, and so I think the fact that God's okay with my wrestling and working out my salvation with him. And, and so I I just wish I could go back and just be like, hold on. Mm. Like he's got you like in the midst of times when my fears felt really big and things felt really big. And I'm like, like what the heck is going on? Mm. Um, yeah, like just hold on. Like it's going to be okay. And God has you. And he cares for you and he's there with you throughout all of these things. And, and I think, and you've said this before, actually, um, you know, like this isn't a surprise to him. Mm -hmm. And I think if I could go back and I think about, you know, conversations a year ago that were really big and hit me like a ton of bricks and you know, if I could go back and have that little Jen in my head too and just be like, this isn't a <laughs> surprise to God. <laughs> you know, he knew that this was going to come and and it's okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. If I could just go give her a hug. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I think, uh, like not just being work friends, but real friends too. Hmm. It's been hard but like really cool to see the way that you have grown and changed over the last two years now I guess <laughs> oh, that's crazy. crazy that is crazy but I think too I see in you a piece and you not that you weren't at peace beforehand but I think with some of these really really big things both work right work wise and personally that have been heavy that you've had to juggle in the midst of a lot of other things. It's been cool to see how God has shaped you and grown you um, in a lot of ways. But for you to be able to, to say that still in the journey, but kind of ish, not on the other side because there's things that are still not. Um, Just more comfortable in the wilderness. Work, yes, that's a good way of saying it. Yeah, which is really difficult, but I think it'll lend lends itself well to life as you continue on mm. so I'm just glad I get to watch Be <laughs> 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 a part of it um final question wow and you know it <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, been the best piece of advice you've been given in the last year mm,
0: a lot I mean I think of every podcast episode I've heard lots of advice now because <laughs> of that
1: <laughs> just reference everybody who we've had on the uh,
0: podcast yeah so so there's been there's been some really, really great things that I've learned. So I, I could go back and think about a lot of stuff that people have said. Um, but um, I'm going to bring a couple because I don't know that I could narrow it down.
1: <laughs> That's a whole year.
0: Um, <laughs> our friend Bart, two of them are from him, actually. Bart? Yeah, our friend mm. Bart. One that he says is run to Jesus. And it's so funny because like the Bethel youth memes they always make fun of him for this (laughs) and I had a girl be like it's a great line but he says it a lot and Mm -hmm. it's just funny because you know it's just Bart is funny um (laughs) but even you know like he spoke at my church a while ago and in one of the things he said was like if I could sum up all of my sermons Mm -hmm. it would just be this like run to Jesus Mm -hmm. and I think like that has just been such a theme and it's it's some of the things I I've thought but like what a great way to sum it up like just run to Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that's been a great piece of advice. And another one he said to me that stuck with me was in a conversation with him. And I mentioned earlier, sometimes feeling like a little all over the place sometimes, or I thought God was leading me in this direction. And then clearly that wasn't happening. And that was really confusing. And I just don't know. And we were just talking about that a little bit. And he said, Ainsley, like, there's so many things that you could do but you need to sit with Jesus and just let him lead where he wants you to go. Mm. Um, because yeah, you can pick and you could, and you could be good at this or that, but you know, like just like, that's where you just need to to listen for his direction and guidance and he'll help you in that. Mm. And I was like, wow, Bart. (laughs) and I've thought about that a lot. It was so comforting. Um, but also like with direct, like it, it actually it had like a, like a challenge point in a sense. And that was really good. Um, so yeah, thanks Bart. <laughs> thanks Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Those were two great ones. And then I think the other one, and it's funny, this was over private messaging on zoom. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Classic <laughs>
0: 2020 advice. <laughs> I, I don't love zoom, but I love when you're on a group, zoom and you can like direct message people on zoom. I did it all the time. Um, so that was one joy of zoom actually was being able to do the private messaging. But anyway, I was talking to somebody and I don't like, I don't, it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. I have no idea how it came up. Um, but me and this guy were messaging back and forth and I was like talking about, I don't know what, I think I made this joke that on the disc assessment, I'm an ID, which is like, I is, like, extroverted people-oriented, and D is, like, dominant, like, um, extroverted task-oriented is what they call it. Um, But that kind of, like, dominant, domineering, direct kind of thing. And so I would be that, like, I primary, D secondary. But I said to him, I said, as I get older, I notice that D growing, like, that dominant side of me growing and that directness. (laughs) Mm. And, and he sent me a message and he was like, Ainsley, and, and he's, he's a few years down the road from me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he said, just speaking from experience, like, don't let your heart get hard. Mm. Um, because it was like the, I guess, connotation of this and me saying it. And it was true was that I joke about it, about, I get more indirect, but it really is like, I, I get more jaded over time Mm. and it's so easy and I noticed this about myself in the last year that God has had to really soften some things in my heart. I could get really jaded towards certain people mm. and really, like, just direct because that was easier. And, and he just said, like, yeah, like, let your, let your heart stay soft. Like, don't let yourself believe the lie that that's better for you to just fit into that as, like, a coping mechanism, if you will. Mm -hmm. And those are not his exact words and those things, but that idea of, like, let your heart stay soft. Mm. And I think that was, (laughs) over the Zoom chat, I was, like, (laughs) knife in the heart. Like, oh, (laughs) my oof. Like, wow. Mm. But I think that, you know, life is not getting easier.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: the current states of COVID and all that stuff, not getting easier, mm-hmm. learning how to navigate relationships with people who are stressed out and tense isn't going to get easier. Mm-hmm. And, and there's all this conflict that could be had and there's, it, it's easier to just shut down and just be like, this is all stupid and there's no hope and there's no reason to be optimistic. But mm-hmm. I think for me that, that advice to say like, keep your heart soft Mm. in the midst of a world that really wants to harden your heart. Like, don't like take that seriously. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was like a really, really good piece of advice that has been, I would say like the most like, oof, (laughs) 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 but really, really powerful. And, Mm. and yeah, I, I have taken that to heart and yeah, it's been like a year since they said that now that I think about it, I think. And so, Mm. Yeah actually taking a hold of that and like asking God to keep my heart tender Mm.
1: so good (laughs) I just think it's funny because I'm not (laughs) direct (laughs) what? I've learned a lot from you (laughs) yeah Mm. yeah I
0: just think of your birthday when I sent the food back because you wouldn't (laughs) I was like Jen you need to send your food back there's
1: hair in it and she was like okay no one (laughs) We don't need to go into this. (laughs) Ainsley. (laughs) Thanks so much. This is kind of funny because it's like, thanks so much for joining us. But I see you basically every day and we do this together. (laughs) But um yeah, you're you are a true gift and doing life with you and doing ministry with you is a highlight. So thanks for your honesty. Thanks for um yeah, your words of wisdom and your vulnerability and all this and I, I just yeah I, I just love you a lot not just my work friend my real friend too the other day oh what was it I talked about the podcast at
0: church the other day and I said me and my friend Jen and then I was like I didn't even say co-worker at all wow
1: <laughs>
0: your soul well, identity love it
1: <laughs> oh well thanks so much for doing this no problem Heart. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We have more amazing conversations like this coming up that you won't want to miss. So make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are using. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Just Work Friends. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, feel free to give it a review so we can see what you guys are enjoying about the podcast. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye Toodaloo. <laughs> the
0: amount of people we've got saying toodaloo.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm actually impressed. So good. This is, yeah, this is why I do what I do. <laughs> Bye. Have a great week. <laughs>